Did you know that Modern Warfare 3 is the fastest selling video game of all time? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the XboxHub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 170. My name is Gareth Brody. I'm going to be your host, and on my virtual desk, it's Mr. James Burst. How are you doing, James? Hello there. How's it going? You all right? Yeah, good. I like your introductions yeah. every time. That's very loose. Yeah. Hello there. It was like that. Yeah, I like mm. it. Mm. Okay. Virtual <laughs> right. It's Mr. Richard Dobson. How are you doing, Richard? Well, hello there. Oh. I'm very good for you guys. Oh my god! I don't know what's going to happen when we get to the next one. Thank you, Richard. <laughs> um, on my virtual opposite is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? Hi, Gareth. I'm not too bad, thank you. I'm not playing silly buggers like these people. Thank you, Paul. That's what I like. I'm here. statement. Oh, not yet, anyway. Yeah. Um, brilliant. Uh, hello. Yeah. There you go. Um, James, how's your week been? Um, it's a strange week. A good week, because I've, uh, I've got a new career teacher now. So I'm starting my career studies again. And, you know, it's a good start, and... Hopefully by this time, what, four years, I'll be able to speak Korean. Oh. It's been a long process. Um, <laughs> I'll get there. Yeah. Um, we haven't done your um, Korean words of the week for a long time, have we? Uh, no, we stopped that after like one week. Because you got bored of it, I think. I thought you were going to say that's all the words you knew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> Do- to bring it back, James, what's your new word of the week? What have you found out this week? I'm putting you on the spot here. Oh. Uh, a new word of the week. Um, cha. Cha. What's that mean? Oh, that's tea. Tea. Right, cha, yeah. It also of... means car. A oh. cup of cha. cup of cha. That's not, that's yeah. not Korean. That's London. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Cha. Tea. Okay. Like it. Keep Good. It nice. Richard, what about you? What's your week been like? Uh, I've got a TV recommendation, actually. Good. Normally, normally filling in in your spot, but I've been watching something called Jury Duty, which have you have you heard of it, Gareth? I've heard of it, but let us know all about it. All right, it's on Amazon Prime or their free V service. So there's like the, there's adverts in it, even if you're a subscriber. There's a couple of adverts, unfortunately, um, but it's about. Um, the American judicial system, and there's a trial going on where everyone involved in this is an actor apart from one person. So they're basically, it's like a mockumentary, but you've seen it through the eyes of this one guy that has no idea that it's all fake and it's all set up. Um, And it's absolutely hilarious. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. There's... There's James Marston in it, who plays himself, who's obviously Cyclops from the X-Men films, and he walks into this meeting room where all these these people are waiting for, for jury service. Um, and that's just the beginning of it. It then just goes in, in a completely unexpected direction, and it just gets funnier and funnier the more you watch it. So they don't know 
they they think they're actually at a jury, a jury in a, a jury service. Yeah, the the one the one guy thinks he's been called up for jury service and he's having to go through uh, a trial. Um, you don't know the ins and outs of the trial; it sort of unfolds as, as as you're watching it, so you get as much information as this guy does at the same time. But because something happens in the first episode, they're all then basically isolated from the outside world. They can have no mobile phones and everything. So they have to, their only contact is with each other throughout this entire process. And it's just seeing how they get along with each other. And then the stories unfolding between these, these actors and he, and it's all about his reactions to the, to a lot of these things, but it's just so well done. I think the, the last, I'm only about halfway through it now, but the last episode is, showing you how they all did it basically and there's some things that I, I just i really want to see how they actually got away with doing it okay it does sound very good it's very funny is it it's really good yes yeah yeah that's i do like the sound of it. and they're only like half an hour episodes a day or something yes and there's eight of them oh good it's like that it reminds yeah it's fun i like the look of that completely um i like that yeah and um, thank you richard so what about you paul how's your week been what have you been doing well I have, um, for the last couple of days, I've been down your neck of the woods, Gareth. Oh, I've been you? visiting our nation's capital. And I mean, I, I'm sure I've told you before how much I love the place. Yeah, you do. Um, so, yeah, I managed to go there for two days, not get stabbed. So <laughs> I did all right. <laughs> However, all was not well in on the streets of our capital, shall we say. Um, this morning, I was working out in Waltham Cross. Are you aware of Waltham Cross? I do know Waltham Cross. It's not really London. Yes. Yeah, go on. Well, no, no, no. I was working there. Okay. And I received the call from one of our branches in the London, in the Covent Garden flower market, hmm. requesting assistance. So I checked on the map and I was only 20 miles away. So I thought, that'll be fine. I'll pop down and sort you out. It took me 95 minutes to drive 20 miles. That's good. I, I thought that at the time I as that. I was crawling around at three miles an hour. <laughs> um, You've done well there. You know, you see all these, I followed the South Circular for quite a long way. Yeah. Um, and there were all these signs saying 20 miles an hour. And I, I assume that that's some kind of target. That's an ambition <laughs> to get up to 20 mile an hour, is it? You just gotta know the routes, Paul. You gotta know the ins honestly, and outs. Honestly, mate, you've never seen anything like it. I was sat in a queue of traffic and I left about a foot between me and the car in front. You know, I didn't want to get too close. Hmm. And I looked in my wing mirror and there was some well, I'll try and refrain from swearing. Please. There was an there was an idiot in a BMW convertible driving down a cycle lane who then proceeded to try and put his nose in this one-foot gap that I'd left. Yeah. So, and then he looked most miffed when I went, I don't think so, pal, yeah. and closed the gap so he couldn't get in. And it's just, honestly, the people in London, they're all idiots. Every single one of them. <laughs> oh, there you go. Thank oh, you. really? Yeah. You know, <laughs> why is everybody in such a rush? Why is everybody so rude? Why is everybody down there so flipping miserable? <laughs> no one's miserable. Not people they're I meet. All miserable. Because you're working in that. Honestly, if you're working in that flower market, they've all got to get up at two o'clock to go uh, to work. This was before I got to the flower market. Oh, this yeah. is just people on the streets walking around, <laughs> looking like with a face like a slapped horse. 
I've been working near there, Paul, so you could have, could have met me. There you go. Well, I've, I've met you before, mate. It's oh, not yeah. that big of a treat. Fair enough. Kick him off. Give you a shine, Paul. Yeah, what a shine, yeah. I should have asked for one of them when we met him. Where do you live, Paul? <laughs> Where about to Where do I live? Yeah, what's that? I, I live in Nottingham, mate. Right, not so Well, just outside. Enough said. Right, um, let's go on to... <laughs> Enough said, yeah. You can, you can drive oh, in 20 miles in, in no more than 20 minutes. But here, yeah. it's great. I know. <clears throat> um, good. That's everything people... Oh, well, I got this week. Oh, I've been working madly. So I know we discovered a thing, and we're very late to this thing, in rehearsals, going rehearsing a, a show at the moment. Um, as everyone knows about chat GP, GPT, is that right? GPT, yeah. Yeah. So we discovered it in rehearsals today. We thought, let's look at the chat PT kit. We're doing this stuff about AI. And we thought, let's try it today. Oh, my word, it's addictive. You want to go here? And not that one. I've used BARD quite a bit right. when we need a laugh in the office. But, yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's good fun. It's very funny. Have you, have you played it, James, with Paul? Want to go here? Where do you think my reviews come from? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. I think I used it once. I can't remember what for. It was nonsense, so I gave up. Yeah, it was it in Korean? Yeah, I think I just said to it, like, teach me Korean. I wouldn't do it, so. Well, what's nice for people who don't know, you kind of go onto the chat thing and you can ask a question, you can type in a command and it will come up with um, mostly anything. You could you could say, tell me a joke concerning a horse and orange and uh, a Fiat Panto, and it will come up with some kind of joke. It won't be funny, but it will come up with the structure of a joke. Uh, that kept us going for a bit. Then we just went, because we're doing a new show, we went, can you write the script for the new show? And it does it instantly. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's like, the writer's side. Yeah, it's like brilliant. You're like, this is great, and it's so bad, but very funny. You can write in, can you give me my obituary? <laughs> For Gareth Bryant, the actor, which it did in a beautiful way, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, so we had a lot of fun with it. If you haven't discovered it, I saw Korea story now. Isn't it? It's brilliant. Did the script, yeah, did... Did... and then the job again. I know. Did the copy for me? Right, the great. theme tune thing, the theme tune. Well, we did. We said, "Can you write? Uh, let's write songs." It was like, "Can you write me a song about da da da?" And it gave me a, a song. It's great. Uh, I mean, I like uh, it a lot. I like it a lot. So that's been my day today. It's a fun day. Hard work. Um, let's go. <laughs> Let's go, let's go straight on to the I first. I love your idea of uh, hard work is yeah. sitting there asking Chat GPT to write you a song and an obituary. That's my that's my life. It's not all motorways and memes. It's, uh... Well, I tell you, you want to try motorways and memes for <laughs> hard work, our kid. Um, good, let's talk about ID at Xbox. It was a 20-year anniversary of it, wasn't it? Is that right? Or have I got that wrong? Ten. Ten? Ten year. Aging yeah. it beyond its years. Yeah, there we go. From the future. From the future. Yeah, um, yeah. Did we enjoy it, first of all? It's a little thing. We have a, we're going to talk about a couple of games each, think of our highlights, but did we have a good time with it? Anyone enjoy Paul? Did you like it all? I did, mate, actually. Oh. Uh, I didn't expect to, but um, I sat there watching it thinking, this is about 3,000 times better than that Annapurna bollock she made us watch last time. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I was I was quite impressed with it. I mean, there were a couple of low points for me that I thought they'll be reviews for Gareth. Good. But other than that, I, was, I thought it was quite good. Good. And what about you, James? You thought it was good? I think it was nice and short, which always helps. And plenty of content. Yeah. Asked for. It's about 20 games, isn't it, overall, I think? Probably. Or 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, Richard, what about you? Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, I did. Um, I didn't watch the gameplay stuff afterwards, but I was interested to see the reveals. And uh, yeah, they kept it kept it light, kept it interesting. Yeah, it was good. Let's, um, maybe let's just talk as I go through. Let's just talk about a couple each. That'd be a good thing. Richard, what's your first one you want to talk about? Uh, I'll mention Sea of Stars, mm. if that's all right, James, because I noticed that we've yeah, got go it. much of yeah. the same. Yeah. yeah, this looked absolutely brilliant. At first, I thought it was going to be a sequel to a game called Cross Code, which oh. came out a few years ago that I absolutely loved. Um, but it's it's very similar. It's an, it's an RPG sort of pixel pixel style, but very modern looking at the same time. Um, yeah, and this this just I think this one's coming to Game Pass as well. Uh, fairly soon, so it's, it's got a lot of hype around it already. But the more I see of it, the more I just think, yeah, I really, really want to play this one as soon as possible. Just uh, describe it a bit more. What exactly? What, what's the genre? It's RPG. Yeah. You just said <laughs> you want to you want to listen again. But an RPG yeah. in what in what sense? Is it kind of like a? Is it like a normal oh, RPG? Amazon. <laughs> Amazon's here. Oh, he's gone. I lost James. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, it's gone. Amazon's we lost James it. for Amazon. My God. So that's, a, that's, a, that's live. James is dealing Quit. with Amazon as we do. We can't go live as in broadcast. <laughs> we should and hear get what the delivery saying. driver in. We, we don't <laughs> know what's see happening. What <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Richard. Tell me. I'm asking again. I'm being obviously. What kind of art? What you compare it to something else for me again? It's like it's, Paul. Yeah. Go on. Uh, Sorry, the, the, the Chrono Cross Chrono Trigger games, um, turn-based RPG, almost isometric point of view um having a look here uh tells the story of two children of the solstice who combine the powers of the sun and moon to perform eclipse magic um which i it didn't it didn't really give much away in this latest trailer uh, i've just pulled that from the internet now but i think visually it looks absolutely stunning and i think that's what's drawing me to it if the gameplay is as half as good as it looks i think it's going to be quite a special game Good, thank you, Richard. Um, Paul, because he, he he wouldn't shut up. Man. What have you got? <laughs> well, I agree. With, I agree with Richard to I be honest, because I, I thought it looked really, really good. Good. Um, it did put me in mind of uh, Chrono Trigger, so very yeah, good. I'm very uh, happy with that. Good. Paul, anyway, sorry, your, you your, asking me a question. What's my first first one? game, please, Paul? My first game is going to be obviously Vampire Survivors Co-op Update. Oh yeah. Just mm-hmm. because, you know, as if I needed another reason to spend endless hours of my life playing Vampire Survivors, you can now play it with up to four people in a co-op couch styly. And it just looks amazing. The One of the things that the after the show, they did a, a sort of a deep dive into playing it, and it showed all four of them playing the game together. And it looks really, really good. If one of the characters dies, they get trapped in a coffin and they can come back after a certain amount of time. But obviously then you've got to try and stay alive with a reduced firepower and everything else. Um, it looks like it's going to be a whole lot of fun to play. So, yes, I'm very excited about that one. It's a perfect marriage, isn't it? It's a perfect Absolutely. Can't yeah. think yeah. of anything better. Yeah. Um, it's like actors and heroin. And is it, is it, is it local? Is it online? Uh, it's local. Okay. From what I understand, it's couch co-op. It's not yeah, online. Yeah, that is a shame. 
Yeah, it'd be great if you could do it online. Doing quite exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, it's oh. the haunted house yeah. again. It's, a, it's my ghost. <laughs> vampire's here. Yeah. The ghost is there. The ghost has come back. That's, that's the coffin yeah. opening. There it goes. It's gone. it's gone now. I have to feed it stuff. I have to feed it kind of things, and then it goes away. Uh, <laughs> Scooby snacks. Dolls um, of children. <laughs> yeah. Um, James, you're back. What did you get from Amazon? I'm here. Uh, do you really want to know? Well, yeah, remember, we'll this, is, remember this is for broadcast, and the police do listen. So please. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I just need to put the batteries in. <laughs> it's actually a collector's edition of Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh. Ooh. And you get, Ooh. get some quickly ties, some pin badges. Oh, nice. Very, Very nice. You're never going to yeah. play the game, are you? <laughs> oh, no, I'm not even really open it. I've got it on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> it's a collector's item. You don't have a collector's items, Gareth. You know this. Yes, good. Sorry, thank you. Um, it's a look at. Good, thank you. What's your game, James? What's the one? What's the one you're going to talk about? Oh, where should I start? Um, I'm just scrambling through my notes. Oh, here you go. Stumble guys. <laughs> biggest riff off game we've ever seen. How is it even possible? I mean, I've watched it thinking. Yep, yep, it's just four guys. But I'm surprised they've got quite a lot of um, names on board, like Hot Wheels mm. and Nerf. So, I mean, they must have some good backing. Mm. Yeah, it's just four guys with new ideas that are basically the same ideas. Um, for the most amount of people, I think it's 13 players in one round. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't playing it. I thought I'd bring it up. <laughs> or you guys do that a bit. I I thought that looked quite good. I like the running around with the nerf guns and driving the cars as well. That's a bit different from Fall Guys, isn't it? Yeah. Very rough like... around the edges now. Yeah, right. yeah, well, so does Fall Guys. So does Paul. But let's get <laughs> Let's go into Thank you, James. Yeah, I've we... still got my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into who's next? Paul is next. No, he isn't. Richard's next. Of it's course, you. it's Richard. Oh, you it's me. Gone yet. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what day it is. It's Stray <laughs> Souls. That's what I'm going to talk about. Um, Stray Souls is a kind of little bit of. It reminded me a little bit. I thought, is this Alan Wake again? Alan Wake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it sort of turned into sort of Silent Hill stroke with it. It's a kind of like. It looks interesting. I mean, it's a kind of little. The visuals are good, I think. Um, for a kind of indie game, um, it's coming very soon. I think it's coming this fall. Oh, September, maybe. I think it is. Maybe mm. I've got that wrong. Definitely, it's definitely this year. Um, it's definitely coming at some point. Some point, yes. Mm. It'll be a, so. It'll be here. Yeah. See, I thought you'd be all over that one, James. We all know how much you love a horror game. I mean, I'll be honest. I would be. It wasn't so scary. Yeah, it does look scary. There's creatures with big heads. It did look good. It looked, it looked very good. It looked um, had sort of, had a, like a double A game. It looked very nice. Um, mm-hmm. Richard, what's your next one? Um, I'll talk about one. Well, I'll try and talk about one called Roman Sands, but to try to try and explain what was going on in this trailer is going to prove yeah. it. It was just. It was the most bizarre thing to start, and then it showed the title of what it was and then it had like a minute afterwards of this room and then this weird voice almost singing um no idea what was going on but i'm utterly sold on it i don't know how else yeah, yeah. To I, I thought it was describe great. Yeah. it 
but it's just got me really intrigued and I want to know so much more about it now. Is it a visual novel? They're saying it's a visual novel, puzzle game, uh-huh. horror game, and all sorts, but yeah, it just got absolutely crazy. Yeah, I say it's a survival game as well. It's survival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it looked dreadful. (laughs) This is one of the ones that I thought would be just right up Gareth Sally. It did have cars in it, or aliens. No cars, no aliens, (laughs) no guns, no sale. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm with you. When do we know when it's coming out? Says this year, but maybe towards the end of the year. Okay, good. Um, James, what's your no Paul? What's your next one? Yeah, what's Paul. my next one? Um, it's it's difficult to pick one out, but I'm going to go for one that reminded me of a game I really enjoyed when I played it called Chorus, and I believe it's called Everspace Two, <laughs> yes. which is flying around and exploring and shooting people in spaceships and stuff, and it just looked really good. Um, it reminded me a lot of Chorus, like I said, which mm. I really enjoyed when I played that. Um, so, yeah, um, it, it, there's not a massive amount more to say except fly around, shoot people, and profit. There you go. Who did the first ever space for us? Who reviewed that? Anyone remember? Not sure. No. Um, I don't think it was me. I, w- I did, yeah, I I, think it was you. Yeah, I know. Maybe I did. I, d- I do fancy it. I don't remember playing it, though. But we have done a lot of games. Oh, I know I did the one that went on forever with about thousand DLCs on top of it. Stellaris or something. Yeah, God, yeah. That was yeah, yeah. well, it just went on and on. Um, <laughs> I think there's about 20 DLC packs. Yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah. it does look good. I think hopefully it's a little bit more than just shooting things. Well, there was. there seemed to be more, yeah. didn't there? You can, you can salvage things and do st- I'm sure it's not just going to be fly around and shoot things. Yeah. Although I would be banged you'd, up for that. You'd love that. So, one. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, it worked for Ace Combat, so why can't it work in space? That's true. It's true. It looks boring. It does. Yeah. It does look boring. But it's a lot of space games coming out this year. Um, it's a lot of space games. There's... Why? What other ones coming out? Oh, I don't know. Can't think of any. Anything decent? Nothing decent. There. Aliens. No. Dark, Dark Descent. Five out of five. Four and a half, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've lost my track now. You just put me off. But James, what's your second game? game? Hello. Uh, a second game. Mm. Good question. Mm. I should have been prepared, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like the way in your, in our list behind the scenes, James was for about 30 games and he can't remember any of them. <laughs> Go ahead, I mean, I've got loads of notes, but I don't I haven't thought what I'm getting before. <laughs> so I'm not, uh, Ah, here you go. Go on. Birth. Birth. I can just put you all alone. Yeah. There's a sheep on the line. <laughs> Birth. Birth. Is that you, Stephen Fry? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about Birth. Right, James. So, so Birth is. Birth. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's tickled me. Anyway, sorry, there's a light black adder in here. Right. Yeah, you play a character that's on your own. You've got to build yourself a partner. And um, using like bones and stuff, and organs that you find around the uh, local city. As you do. Yeah. 
I mean, is it London? It's around here. Yeah. Um, and it's like a puzzle game and adventure going to one. It seems very morbid. Yeah. But I'm interested. I think there's something, <laughs> there was something intriguing about it, wasn't it? Um, when yeah. is it? It's coming out soon, this one, isn't it? I thought it was the end of July, maybe. I'm being almost wrong. By now, it is. Oh, look at that. Someone's done some research. Well done. Um, someone, well done. Someone's just guessed madly into the night. Yeah, he's got a really weird art style as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a bit depressed if you're already like in the same boat as the character. You know, if you're playing alone, I won't play it. Mm. But otherwise, it, it could be fun. <laughs> Feeling alone, and you're about to build a partner out of bones. Yeah, Don't play this game. <laughs> Just a warning, trigger warning. My goodness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, I'm going to finish with. Um, there's lots of good stuff. I think I might finish with Scarlet Deer Inn. I like the look of this. Oh, that was fascinating. Mm. Yeah. That was the knitted one, wasn't it? Yeah. Or embroidered one. It just looked yeah. lovely visuals. It looked like a look, good little mixture of platforming and a little adventure. Kind of right up my street. Just, um, yeah, we, I don't think we got a date on that at all, but yeah, really something about it appealed. Sort of where I really like the lighting on it. It just looked great. Yeah, and the backgrounds are really nicely yeah. done as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. That's ID Xbox. Any more things you want to say before I move on into what we've been playing? Uh, I th- I'm, I'm surprised you didn't choose um, Monolith. I thought that'd be right up your alley because yeah. it was a bit sort of dark soulsy. I thought Gareth would be all over that one. Yeah, I wasn't. No, no, no. Clearly not. Clearly not. It's gone. It's gone. Can I? Yeah. Can I just want to mention Karateka as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that looked good. <laughs> not for getting announced or anything, but because I used to have that on the Atari, old Atari that I had, um, but the cover art once gave me nightmares, so I never actually played it. Oh. <laughs> that's just why I wanted to mention it. Good, good. Um, it's like therapy in here, isn't it? It is like therapy. Safe space, Richard. You're all right. A really cheap kind of therapy. Like you, you're get, you're, <laughs> really rubbish. Therapy. You're getting tokens handed you down the co-op um, for therapy. <laughs> um, let's talk about games we've been playing. Let's um, start with Paul. Let's talk Paul. It's your first game. Um, my first game, I can talk about it now, is The Valiant, which is a sort of real-time strategy game set around the time of the Crusades. Um, and it's quite good, but the control system is dreadful. Um, if you sat there with a PC and you've got 102 keys and a mouse, you'll be all right with it. Trying to play it on a controller is dreadful um there's so many awkward button combinations to get your guys to do things even to just move the camera around so you can see what's going on um it really let the game down um it's brutally hard it's properly you know it's really really difficult even on easy mode um and i i quite enjoyed it (laughs) <laughs> the review's live on the site, um, so I'll, I'll leave it as a suspense for the listener to go and look on the site and see what I gave it. But um, if you want a medieval sort of real-time strategy game, then you could do worse than The Valiant. The Valiant. Any questions? The Valiant. 
Any questions? What, for you? Uh, sorry. What, what was that? Sorry. He said he tuned out. Five. No, we've got to guess this because we've got to guess Paul's games. Hold well, on, yeah, we've got to do it. Have a guess. Go on. <sighs> um, I'm going to go three and a half. Always, I think I can read Paul. What do you reckon, <laughs> Richard? I'm going three. Three. What about you, James? I think three and a half. Three. What, what was it? Well, I can re- exclusive the reveal that Gareth and James are both there correct. It was three and a half. Good. The oh, control good. system just wouldn't let me give it any more, unfortunately. Good. There you go. The Valiant. Thank you, Paul. Uh, Richard, what's your first game? Uh, my first game is a game that my review has just come out on the website, but throughout it all, I was calling it City Lights, <laughs> which got the name of it. And then Neil called me out on it and said that I was doing a Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> the actual name of it is City Limits. Um, it's like a a very chill, very lo-fi city builder. You get given a grid of about, I think the maximum it goes up to is over a over hundred uh, little squares in this grid. Um, and you've got to place uh, buildings on this, on this grid. Um, depending on how you place them though, you can create combos which will then grant you extra buildings and, and certain special buildings as well. So it's all well and good. Um, the only thing that will come and try and stop you from building this city is these weird like spike things. So every time you, you launch a map, um, there's a spike in one, one area of the map and every, every turn that you put, place a building, this spike field will, will grow out a little bit. Um, and if your buildings, if it comes to across to one of your buildings that hasn't been uh, put into a combo, it will destroy that building. Oh. Um, it can't destroy your. Well, I think it could do if you let it run a mock, but it's very difficult for it to destroy your entire your city. Um, and the only way, the the only thing that you really do is you build these cities, and then once you once every square has been filled in, it will give you a score. Um, but that's pretty much it, really. It's it's just a very chill, very calm, relaxing city builder. Um, dirt dirt cheap. I think it was four pounds nineteen. Um, it's got a, quite an interesting pixel art style. Um, there's there's this mode which is open ended, so you just rinse and repeat this same mode every time. Um, there's also a mode where you can create a city without any constraints, so you can put these these spike entity things in there if you want or you can just leave it but that's pretty much it um yeah it's all right um (laughs) not much not much to it i think once you've done a few cities you've pretty much seen everything there's very few basic buildings which which was a bit of a downside could have done with a few more types to create different combinations but it's just a bit lacking in in that sense but yeah it was okay Fun, fun for a while it lasted. Oh, well, we're really enthusiastic about our games tonight. Um, that was, that was, any questions about City Limits? Um, is it, is it no. Is there achievements? There is are achievements. And I know, and that's one of the things that sort of tries to make you play it longer than you have fun with it. So I think one uh, of the achievements is for getting 5,000 combos, which is an obscene amount. For, you know, you'll be bored of it way before you get anywhere near that amount, unfortunately. Okay. Any, any question for you, Paul? Uh, 
is there any DLC planned to give you extra buildings to make you happy? Uh, I don't know, and I very much doubt it. I think what is there is, is good, but just a bit lacking. You just want don't more, don't you? Yeah. I always want more. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Yes. No. Can you build a city at rock and roll? No, because you build it on rock oh, and roll. Oh, damn. That's it. That's got my question. It's got on, I, I take back my question. I take it from. <laughs> I wipe it from the. From, <laughs> from, from, <laughs> it's a very old reference. It's Only me and Paul. Different Paul, Paul yeah, and me. That's why I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Thank you for your support and for your <laughs> and for your correction as well. I feel ashamed. I felt ashamed of myself and my eighties heritage. You've let yourself down. Yeah. You've let the team down. I have. I have. We'll cut that bit out. We'll cut it out. Yeah. We'll get, cut right, it out. get right to your starship. Ah, oh, nice, James. Nice, Bye. nice. Um, now, <laughs> James is next, and it's quite a nice moment. I can go off and have a coffee while James talks about the next game. Unbelievable. Every time. <laughs> it's disrespect. And, um, right, so my first game. Oh, it's a choice of two. We'll go with AEW Fight Forever, which is the latest. Actually, can game. I just go and get a coffee as well? Sorry. <laughs> I'm here, Jeff. I'm interested. Thanks, Richard. You're always paying attention. I'm like these two idiots. Um, anyway. Rude. <laughs> so, it's the debut wrestling game of All Elite Wrestling. And it's got the company Dukes developing it, who used to do the SmackDown vs. Raw and WWE games. But it's inspired by the old Nintendo 64 games. So it's got a very old school approach to the gameplay. It's very easy to do all the moves and it's a lot of momentum and, you know, showing up and getting your finishing moves. It's very quick. Matches are over and done within about two or three minutes. Um, it's fun, a lot of fun. But there's not enough to do. I mean, there's a career mode. You know, it took me about three hours, most. Um, and there's just nothing to it. After that, you're just playing exhibition matches. And if I'm playing is it 50 quid for a game, I don't really sit playing one-on-one matches that have no meaning. Um, which I might have done 20 years ago on the N64, but this is modern times, and it's just lacking content. Any questions? Oh, I've got all the questions, mate. Good. Well, I'm um, all down and let me know just, right. No, here we, here we go. It is, is quite a philosophical one. You say you don't want to waste your time playing one-on-one matches, but yeah. some would say that that's all wrestling is. No, because it's, it's a story. It's a past. No, no, well... It's the, the future. Yeah. Okay. It's only an end game. If they're playing one versus one match, whoever wins it, that's the end of it, and then you, you're back to square one. It's, uh, it's like doing a podcast. At the end of it, it's just, you know. It's just forgotten it. and never mentioned yeah. again, is it? Yeah. Um, it. My, my next question is um, Did you ever play a game back in the day called Rumble Roses? Uh, I, I bought it, I never played it. Oh, okay. I was just wondering if there'd ever actually been a better wrestling game than that. I mean, 
I know it's what you mean. It looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quite good. Yeah. It was quite mm. stimulating to play. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Jesus Christ, stop it. <laughs> uh, I, oh, my He's word. back. He's I'm, back I'm, from Costa. I'm, thank he God. Apologising to all the listeners. Don't, don't look at Rumble Roses online. Just keep it away. Um, any more questions? Richard, have you got a question for James? I do have a question, good. yeah. That's oh, a legit one. Um, is there a creator wrestler in AEW Fight Forever? There is. And the customization options are really poor. There's not right. much you can do to make it look like someone that, you know, you might be trying to create. Um, like and, Gareth. And you have to, well, I mean, I, not, <laughs> I don't think anyone would create Gareth. Um, <laughs> no, I played Gareth. Unbelievable. You wouldn't create it in the ring. Unbelievable. I'm not even crazy. Manager, I like to be um, a manager. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when you create a wrestler, you've got to go through the career mode to give them, like, Abilities and stuff like that. So you're forced to your career mode over and over again every time you make a new character, which is quite disappointing. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and there is, but it's not very good. Um, what did you give it, James? I give it a three. Oh. And, uh, and that hurt me a little bit. Yeah. I wanted it to be good. Well, let's wait to see what the wrestling community come back at you with. Uh, yeah, if you don't uh, like it, I'm on Twitter <laughs> at AceBooksFootball. <laughs> I got a minute. That's uh, identity uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Good. Um, I've told you briefly that I've played it. I've been playing a load of games, but In Ashes is a game that I've just. I don't know if it's gone up or not. Might have gone up. Yeah, might have gone up on review. It's a game. It's there's lots of games over the last, especially the last six or seven years that have dealt with kind of either social issues or mental health issues. And this is a game that sort of deals with Alzheimer's. So you play the part of Henry, who's in his house, and you're walking around the house you don't know, but you'll see kind of like post-it notes or kind of like um, instructions on the kind of like whiteboard in the kitchen about, you know, put your clothes in here, do this, is how you make coffee, for example. So you, you kind of realise, okay, something's wrong. And then he he then has, he's like an artist and a maker. And so he, he has a scrapbook and he goes into his scrapbook. And as you enter the scrapbook, you go into a sort of like almost like a fantasy world of his mind. And it goes into his relationship with his daughter over the years, from her being a young kid all the way through to her, an event that happens that makes her leave home and, um, leave her dad after a kind of angry confrontation and it's it's the kind of fantasy world is almost like um, the, the sort of aspects of his mind and so this kind of huge fantasy landscapes and there's puzzles that you have to solve to get through it's almost like you're trying and as you get as you go through the game the, the stages of Alzheimer's gets worse there's a kind of good section that I really like you you're kind of like in the real world you're sort of having to make a coffee and every you're 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 doing it, you're getting the cup, but then you put the cup down and then you turn around and the cup's gone and it's gone back into the shelf. So it's a really nice little kind of explanation of what it is and you're sort of having to repeat stuff or you're forgetting stuff and just by things disappearing and everything else. And the story is good. The gameplay is much like I said, it's like an adventure, almost like a walking sim kind of feel to it, but also there's puzzles and you know, picking up objects and, and things and um it's not that long. It's maybe two to three hours. Um, 
I I really liked it. I thought it was a really good way of kind of dealing with, you know, horrific. Kind of like so many people worldwide have got this disease. And there's been a couple of games that have dealt with it. And they, they do it really well. The story's good. They do it with compassion and kind of hope and heart. Um, but it is... The, sometimes with people, when you have these games, and the, the pacing is slow and they haven't got a kind of speed up or a run button. So you're going on one speed. So when you have to backtrack a couple of times, you're like, wow, it's really slow. Um, it feels a bit old school. Some of those old school walking sims had that. But yeah, I, I, I thought it was a really good accomplishment. Spanish developer, indie, really good. In ashes. None of you are going to play that, but Richard might. I was already with some sort of insult about you getting on and now this is just your life now, but you know, you've actually made it so meaningful. No, it is, it is so, meaningful. I'm not going to bother. There are lots of lovely games who are dealing with this stuff, especially if you're, yeah, it's great stuff coming out. It's important. Um, let's go to Paul with his last game of the evening. Paul, what My is it? My last game of the evening is, as you may have seen on the television, um, deadliest catch and deadliest coffee. catch the TV program. Two, two, two sugars for me, Joe. Can you put two sugars get, in the coffee? Get me one, will you, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Can you get um, the biscuits, Joe? Yeah. Well. Get the biscuits. Yeah, go. Sorry, Paul. The good biscuits. Mm. Um, yeah, so deadliest catch is based on a TV program about people going out from America into the cold sea and trying to catch crabs, basically. And not in the fun way. <laughs> um, so, basically, they go out into the sea, they sling these giant pots overboard, wait for them to get filled up with crabs, and then bring them in and go, woohoo, we've made some money. Now, imagine that as a game where you're on this quite large boat and you're the only person on this boat. <laughs> so everything that has to happen to catch a crab, you have to do yourself. You have to... Mince the fish to make the bait. You have to put the bait in the pot. You have to attach the float to the pot. You then have to use a crane to lift the pot up and put it on the launching ramp. You then have to throw the pot into the sea, and then you have to drive the boat somewhere else to do it all again. Now imagine that you're playing this game and the camera controls are dreadful. The controls really don't seem to work very well. And it's generally quite boring, and you'll be about where I've been with this game. Uh, the worst part of the game is, ironically, once you've caught the crabs, you have to put them on the table. And then you have to pick each crab up, and obviously, bear in mind, you could have 20 or 50 crabs in this pot. You have to pick each crab up, turn it around to make sure it's the right size, not female, not got eggs on it, and everything else, and then you can reject the crab or keep the crab. And then you sail into the harbour and you sell your crabs and then you buy some more stuff and then you go out the next day and do it all again. It's like being in, I don't know, the seventh circle of hell. It's <laughs> absolutely awful. The controls for the crane when you're trying to put this pot on this ramp is just ridiculous. And I'm not even going to mention the bit where you have to stand on the side of the boat and sling the uh, grappling hook out to get the pot back. It's, oh, honestly, mate, it's it's more of a simulator game than anything else. And as such, I feel like it should have gone to you, Gareth. 
I don't think I've been that bad in my life that I've had to play this game. <laughs> what, what is it the deadliest catch? It's just called Deadliest Catch. That's uh, that's the name of the TV programme. I think it's because it's really, really dangerous. And oh. a lot of people get killed in real life really? trying to playing catch the these bloody crabs. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Well, they don't they don't get killed playing the game. They get killed jumping out the window to get away from the game. So, <laughs> what have you given yes, it for? Re- I haven't given it anything yet. The re- I, I haven't managed to find words that Neil will accept because <laughs> there's quite a lot of effing and jeffing when I'm playing the game. So uh, I'm going to write the review, but don't expect a high score. Okay, good. I've got a question. Go on, Andrew. Yes, James. Would it make your top five fishing games? Uh, it, it wouldn't even make my top 500 fishing games. Wow. And I don't that think there'd be that many. No. I'm going to say, I thought five was pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just because you're jelly, because that, that I, I still can't believe that that article is still consistently top of the weekly yeah. read. Yeah. It's it's bonkers. Yeah. I, I wrote I it four years ago. Richard's got a question. Is this a remake of the original Deadliest Catch game, or is it a brand new one? Because I've heard some absolutely terrible things about that one that came out at least ten years ago now. And this I, I wasn't like... aware of a Deadliest Catch game beforehand. Um, right. But given that this one is absolutely dreadful, it could well be. Wow. There you go. So, uh, yes, a fishing game I don't recommend. Stop the press. Stop the All press. Yeah. Paid. <laughs> Good. Um, James, what's your, what's your... Oh, no, Richard. I miss Richard. It's Richard, what's your second game? Uh, I'm just going to quickly talk about the, the Saints Row DLC that I'm playing at the moment. Um, it's it's basically like a a roguelite um, sort of mode within within the latest Saints Row game. So you're on an island. There's four um, things that you need to visit on this little tiny island, surrounded by enemies. As you're killing enemies, as you're collecting these items, you're leveling up to unlock more abilities. And then once you get to level eight. Um, you get to take on your big rival. It's all supposed to be set in like this reality TV show where murder is acceptable or whatever, in typical Saints Row bizarre fashion. Um, if you're a fan of the combat in the new Saints Row, then it'll, you'll enjoy this because it's combat heavy. If you didn't like it, and a lot of people didn't like the combat, then would avoid this at all costs. Right. Is it? Do you, are you still having fun with it, Richard? Yeah, I mean, I I quite like the last Saints Row game. I think I've done two of the four characters in this DLC now. Um, it's a little bit repetitive, but I've just whacked the difficulty down and I'm just cruising through it just right. to get achievements. It's not too bad. I forgot about Saints Row. I had a good time. We talked about this before. I did have a good time with that game. Um, good. Um, James, the last game of the evening. What is it? It's just a quick one because it's only a preview of this one. Ah. Um, it's Wrestle Quest. Um, so more wrestling. You don't even have a copy of this, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's an RPG that aims to capture the magic and, and spirit of wrestling in like the 80s and 90s. Um, so you play a character called Randy Santos. He's a big fan of the Macho Man. 
so he called me Chacho, man. Um, <laughs> so you... <laughs> Good grief. So you go around these different territories, which are like toy boxes. Everyone in this world is like an actual figure. And you do turn-based battles, um, and you can do special moves. It's quick time events to make the special moves even more powerful. Uh, you have tag teams, managers. It's a, a story time runner as well. Um, it's just a really nice RPG world that wrestling fans will recognise characters and they'll, they'll love the, the approach to it anyway. Um, and it's not out yet, it's out in August the 8th. Um, and so far, I'm very impressed. Oh, then we, we heard about this, didn't we? It, it kind of led one of the festivals, didn't it? One, it of, one of the ID showcases. Xbox. It was ID Xbox last year. Right. Okay. Oh. Um, um, Richard, you must have a question. There, oh, go on, Paul. Sorry. Is there real wrestlers in it, or are they all sort of makeup, nod, nod, winch, wink sort of thing? No, they've got the licenses for uh, like the Rose Warriors, Jake the Snake, um, Jake the Snake. Brett yeah, the Hitman Hart, is he in it? No, but the character that you can play as who is very similar to Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh-huh. There's a thing for him. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of names that old school fans will recognise. Definitely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good. Excellent. Um, thank you, everyone, for your games. That's a lot there. Um, we're just going to do a couple of little news stories before we go. Um, the Xbox... Um, the, the bloody Microsoft have won their court case against the FTC to buy Activision in the Hooray. States. So it's nearly over. It's nearly over. Yeah. And I think the UK, which was which was um, which filed against it, I think they're open to looking at it again. This is what came out today as well. Mm-hmm. So the UK at the moment is 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 ruled against it, but they that's that might this ruling might affect that. So. There might is that the only country to rule against it? I don't know, there's a couple of the UK they're waiting for. Yeah, it was just the UK. Oh, was it just the UK? <clears throat> now yeah. now you, they've beat them in America, it's only the UK that's holding out. <sighs> but apparently, just from reading around, from, from reading around today, they've, they've postponed the court action that Microsoft was taking against the CMA so they can come back with a better sort of deal to try and avoid all this. So watch this space. Mm. Richard, what are you going to say, sorry? I'm saying the UK was like the last major (laughs) hurdle. It's been approved in lots of other countries, but I think they need this one. They need the US, they need the the UK, and somewhere else are like the three big ones that they need to satisfy for it to be able to go through easily. And uh, the UK are the, the, the final ones holding out now. Okay, so we might we might hear something soon about that. Those bloody British. I know. Um, yeah, it's, I'm glad when this is over. We have to talk about it again. Um, it's great when you talk about court cases. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, like CSI. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a new there's EA. They announced they're doing a Black Panther game, a single player game. I think, isn't it? Um, James, what do you think about this? Um, I'm only slightly intrigued because it's. The developers are, it's a new team called Cliffhanger Games, 
But I think some of the people that work there used to work on uh, Shadow of Mordor. So I think... Oh, uh, yeah. Mm, if they have that, no. you know, that pedigree behind them, I think it could be a decent game. Mm. I, I could give her a take back, Panther. It's all right, but... You know, if it's a decent game, I'll play it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it if could it's be... not, I'll destroy it. <laughs> Oh, wow! Uh, <laughs> anyone else excited about this? Like, look at this. I've not seen anything about it, but I will say that I did enjoy the Shadow of Mordor and the Shadow of War games. Mm, okay, so, yeah. if it's going to be a similar style, a similar combat style, I think that could be mm. a very interesting match. Yeah. Um, Richard, have you seen the EA Sports FC cover? Um, we're going to do. We're going to talk Paul, Paul, Paul's on next week, but. We're going to have to talk about um, EA, EA Sports, the new FIFA game. Not FIFA Oh, uh, coffee time. We have to talk about that next week because there will be a little uh, showcase tomorrow night. Um, tomorrow? I think so, yeah. Um, but they released a little kind of trailer with a, this sort of like <laughs> EA Sports FC cover, which basically has all all players from all over time and players in all different uh, kits, all like posing for a team photograph. But there's players who are retired now and people with different kits. Did you? What do you? Did you see it, Richard? What do you think? I did. It's absolutely terrible. <laughs> it's just like. Well, I'm I'm looking at it now, and uh, Domino's Pizza have summed it up perfectly. It's like the comment on it is like you ordered some great players off Wish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of them most of them are recognisable, but you like they don't look like that though, do they? No. Like Perlo, top right, oh, he just looks. He's my favourite one. Confused. He looks really confused. Seasons. Doesn't know why he's here. Yeah, he looks, yeah, he looks like he has Seasons. been. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like Ashley Cole in that famous picture. Was it when he played for Roma and uh, someone like that? And he was just off to the side, oh, not right. really knowing what was going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's not good, is it? It's not a good start. That's not a good start. I don't think. Yeah, James. What did you think? I, I can't believe they've actually put it out there in the, in the world. <laughs> I don't know who, who okayed it, but yeah. I hope you've got a backup job. Yeah, I hope you've Bring back FIFA, I say, yeah. after seeing that. Yeah, it's not a great start. Yeah, this, is, this is without the uh, FIFA money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see a bit more tomorrow night and we can report back on it next week. Much to Paul's enjoyment. I'm going to say one more. Um, I can't wait. You can't wait for that, Paul. Um, bring tequila yourself next week for that um i i i got quite excited today because there's a uh an employee from ubisoft has said mm. japanese japanese big assassin's oh. creed game which is big rpg ones um which is going to be arriving in 2024 it looks like they said it's going to be one of the biggest games of 2024 um i had a feeling they're going to be doing their yearly again now. I think they've probably got this one hex and the other one, you know, pre twenty twenty five. And they kind of do this; they will make them at the same time. But yeah, you you want to play this, wouldn't you, James? Absolutely. I mean, if it's set in feudal Japan, like the rumors suggest, mm. then I'm all over it. I mean, that sounds like what we've been waiting for. Yeah, a fresh area, a new style. And more Assassin's Creed greatness. Mm, okay, brilliant. Okay. If, if we start to ask until then. Yeah, if they've asked, yeah. <laughs> oh, <my> Christ. <laughs> Come on. 
got Just Dance coming out. Um, right. Um, what are we looking forward to next week, people? Uh, Paul, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I am looking forward to playing Exo Primal, which launches quite soon. Ooh, are you reviewing um, it for us? I, I understand that that is the case, ah. but Neil has asked for volunteers to help me test it. Good. And I've put your name forward, Gareth, because I know how you like a good shooter. No. Wow. You keep telling me how good you are at Destiny and everything, so no. I want to see it for myself. I would like you to come and play a shooting game with me. I think that would be an experience. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, good, that's coming out. What about you, Richard? Uh, I will be going to see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 at some point next week, so I'm looking forward to that a lot. Good, yeah. That looks quite exciting. Um, anyone going to see Barbie? I'll have yes. a look at that. Good. I want to look at no. no. Oppenheimer as well. Oh, yeah. Do a double bill. Same yeah. out the same day. Barbenheimer. Is, Are you doing the double bill? I might as well. It's going to be a long day, that is. Jesus. Six hours and so on. Um, I watched Avatar 2, and I liked it. You know you watched it, Richard. I, I quite enjoyed it. I watched it on TV. Um, did, you watch, did you think it was exactly the same as the first one, though? Yeah. <laughs> <Isn't that laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fine. Um, James, what are you looking forward to? Um, making room for this collective edition of uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Good. I found some way to put it. Great. I think we're weak. Good. Uh, I am looking forward to nothing. I've got nothing apart from work, and that's a good thing. I'm enjoying my work as I'm on chat GPT. <laughs> um, that isn't work, Gareth. Oh, yeah, that's not work. Yeah. Um, but for now, gentlemen, if we need to find you, where can we find you? Uh, Paul? Um, well, after hearing all you guys talk about it and with the launch of the new Threads social media thing, <laughs> I've had to join Instagram. So I still have no idea what to do with it, so I haven't posted anything on there. But on Twitter, Instagram, and now Threads, my handle is at Xbox Hub Paul. Nice. Don't accept any imitations from other members of the podcast team. Yeah. Nice. We don't know how long threads are going to last. I can't imagine it another week. But... <laughs> 100 million users in five days. That's pretty okay. good going. They're going back there, I think. Um, Richard, if we want to find you, where can we find you? I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, and now threads, and I'm at Dobbo1912. Good. And James, what about you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at OKUKO. No threads? Uh, no, never will we. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> threads is where the cool kids have gone, James. <laughs> Even Gareth's on there now. <laughs> You're there. <laughs> the Xbox Hub is on there. It's one of the first. Um, and you can find me at GB Burley on Twitter, Twitch, other things, threads. Bits and bobs. Um, Bebo. Bebo. All those are the MySpace. MySpace got my MySpace site. Still really <laughs> excited about that. <laughs> One day that would kick off. Right. <laughs> Me doing songs on my guitar. Um, right. For now, gentlemen, thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of xboxhub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. 
You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search the Xbox Hub on Facebook.